You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me, not as always, because Josh is unavailable for this week, is my good friend Luffy. Uh, Luffy, I, I, I'm just I'm calling you that because that's what I know your name as. I don't know if you want to <laughs> use your real name or if you want to go for something else, but we can just go with that. I mean, Luffy's fine, but we can keep it simple. My name's Mike also, so it should be easy oh, enough to God, remember. Oh, God, that's, that's not simple at all. <laughs> Either one's good. Uh, Maybe Luffy, so there's less confusion. <laughs> Mike, tell, tell me about... Uh, why, oh, God, Mike and Mike. Which one? Mike. Jesus. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's terrible. Let's... Three, 3M at its best. <laughs> uh, that is completely unrelated to the topic we're going to be discussing today, but because the new Mario movie is coming out this weekend, I guess, at the time that we're recording this, mm-hmm. uh, we decided to go and discuss the previous Mario movie, because I haven't seen the new one, because no one gives me free passes to these things, but everyone has of our generation has suffered through the previous one. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, yes, yes. <laughs> So, before, I, I've, I've honestly, I've read stories about the production of this movie, and the 1990s uh, Super Mario Brothers sounds like it was an utter shit show. <laughs> oh, it, it was a complete failure to keep up with, like, the spirit of what the game was about. They took, I'd say, creative liberty. <laughs> to, to say the least. Now, in, in fairness, if we want to be fair, there was pretty much no way, without just doing straight-up animation, that they could yeah. do a live-action movie in the mid-90s or the early 90s like they did and not have to take any number of creative liberties. Like, yeah. like CGI was not where it was. Practical effects were the way to go. And to practical effect the way they were going to do it, they either needed a much bigger budget or they just had to commit to doing <laughs> some really weird shit. I think all of their budget for CGI went into the end with uh, King Koopa, <laughs> they turn, Dennis Hopper turning into some kind of abomination. But you know, it, but at the you know, it's fine. Everything about that movie was an abomination. It was just, it was just so bad. It, it was hard. It was horrible. It was. Uh, but I mean, at, at the same time, I mean John Leguizamo. I mean, what an actor! Great as Luigi, and you know Mario, Mario with Bob Hoskins. I mean, it's I mean the cat was there the spirit was good but i mean the execution lacking lacking to say the least i mean i think the 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 thing i would credit them for is the fact that they managed to bring daisy into the movie uh and like that girl does not get nearly as much respect as she would in like you know later productions (laughs) oh yeah i mean princess peach is like you know you're always your heroine in distress and mario's always the hero Mm -hmm. this one you know luigi was more so the hero and daisy was the i mean air quote damsel in distress she was pretty capable but i mean it was a different take it wasn't mario and peach it was daisy and luigi which i can get into it was so the directors who I've, I had to look up their names because no one remembers these two. Yeah, uh, I got to pull up as well because I was wondering <laughs> myself. <laughs> Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jankel, who did yeah. DOA before this, and then that was what their career was after this movie. Um, <laughs> no, th- like they had they had one moderate hit, which was, as far as I know, DOA. That was about mm-hmm. it. Oh, oh, and they uh, they they did make Max Headroom, so there was a hit under uh. their belt. Okay, yeah. interesting. Max Headroom, they debuted on the screen with the 1988 Neo-Dewar DOA, mm-hmm. uh, which managed to make $12 million on a $3.5 million budget, so that was a relative hit. They'd proven oh. they could work with a small budget, and that they could pr- crank out something that was relatively 
okay. And yeah, then, not bad. Yeah, and then for some reason, a studio gave them fifty million to make this in nineteen ninety three. Like, <laughs> like Whoops. guys, guys. Mm. I well, I feel I I feel a little bad now. There there was there was ego gone bad, and they wasted a lot of money on a really terrible looking movie. There's no there's no question about any of that. Right. Um, right. But I feel bad because there's any number of directors out there who prove themselves with small budget films, uh, mm-hmm. and then the studio throws a gob of money at them with expectations that you took three million and turned it twelve. You can take twenty five million and turn it to a hundred, and it's like, yeah. but but all of their movies consistently make twelve to twenty million. On what world did you think they were going to make more than that? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, sometimes studios do things that are very just strange and bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I guess I mean they did the best they could. I suppose I'm just I, I still question this day what what the heck the Koopas or, or Toad even was like with the giant man and then the harmonica. Like I don't understand how the Goombas were like that, but. I think the thing to bear in mind, and this is the key that I think explains so very much of the movie and why it turned out the way it did, is that also that year, Jurassic Park came out and dinosaurs were big. Yes, that's true. That came out in June. The Mario movie came out in May, just a little beforehand. But you know the advertising for it was cranking out way before that. Studios mm-hmm. knew Jurassic Park was coming. Everyone could tell it was going to be a hit because it's a Spielberg movie. Let's capitalize on dinosaur fever. Yeah, and then it seems like they borrowed a little bit from that movie with the, you know, whatever Yoshi was supposed to be. Um, <laughs> clearly clearly not the Yoshi you know and, and love or, you know, the, the tool that you used in a Mario game to kind of get you where you need to be. Um, and then it, threw it in a pit when you wandered off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Y- Yoshis are tools, not friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> but yeah no so so to recap this this horrible movie bob hoskins mm-hmm. and john leguizamo playing bob hoskins and john leguizamo uh get transported from new york into the mushroom city uh because it's not really a kingdom it's just a couple backlot sets that are dressed up like a dystopian city uh, yeah. which has been taken over by king koopa who is turning people into dinosaurs or something uh, yes. And he has plans to rule the city, even though he already rules the city, and somehow merge it with the other world of New York for reasons. Yeah, he's trying to de-evolve humans back into dinosaurs. Was kind of his uh, his mo. I, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah no. I don't understand. No, but no, I mean, no. that's what he was going for. No, no, no. There's there's very little understanding in this movie. It it it. <laughs> In fairness, it has something of a plot in that bad guy is fought by good guys and he has a master plan. His mm-hmm. master plan is ridiculous. It's, 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 everything <laughs> about this movie is ridiculous, but his master plan is ridiculous and really doesn't make much of any sense. <laughs> no, and I remember I'm just looking at the cast and crew. I forgot Lance Henriksen of uh, fame from the Aliens franchise, Bishop, played King Bowser, who was a, a fungus the entire movie. The entire movie, yeah. That's the easiest um, walk-on role he ever had. So you're just oh, going to have yeah. CGI or a CGI fungus for like, yeah. I don't know, two, an hour and a half, and then I say three lines? Cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean collect that paycheck every day yeah. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Daisy's descended from dinosaurs, and Koopa mm-hmm. wants to get to the other dimension and 
stuff happens. Like, I don't think you could describe the plot as anything more than stuff happens. Yeah, a lot of, you know, action sort of in the movie. A lot of back and forth, a lot lot of exposition and explaining things that make no sense. Uh, But, I mean, as horrible as it was, it's a fun movie. And, you know, I can look back on it fondly 30 years later. Oh, my God, 30 years. Wow. (laughs) Um, I I just realized that. The anniversary of that. Look at that. Yay. So, I I mean, as terrible as it was, I had the VHS, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. Uh, they got they got some more of my money, but I think, I think <laughs> my I parents' money DVD probably at the time, though. I think I uh, bought the DVD of it because, you know, when you own almost every movie there exists, you have to own the cinematic train wrecks. Yes, of course. And of that's course. what this is. This is a cinematic train wreck of immense proportions. Yeah, it's, like, it's pretty bad. Like, I guess the things that could be said that are in the movie's favor is that if you can't film in a proper kingdom, which that would have been expensive, uh, mm-hmm. and you can't certainly can't set dress like Buckingham Palace up to look like the Mario game, <laughs> uh, then right, going right. in a different direction is fair. Like, just going dystopian city isn't going to please any of the kids, but it's at least cheap, and they probably had a backlot they could use for that. So it, I, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tried to explain fireballs by making them flamethrowers. Uh, they right. tried to explain the high-jumping powers of Mario by, like, boost boots uh yes 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 they, they they took koopas and they decided to make them dinosaurs ish creatures instead of like turtles which is weird and, but okay. and and like nine feet tall like yeah. i mean yeah. goombas in the video game are half the size of mario and now we get mario half the size of a goomba like i i do not understand yeah and calling and- them goombas <laughs> is weird it, like i might have accepted them if they were koopas but calling right. them goombas when the goombas are mushrooms like so is the king a Goomba then? Because he's a fungus. I'm. I I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he he's king. I'm looking at the IMDb here. He's, his name is actually King Bowser. So I mean, they they took Bowser and Koopa and they, they made Bowser, who traditionally is the bad guy in video games, yeah. actually the the good king in this yeah. one. And King Koopa, who I I always thought was Bowser at the same time they were synonymous, is someone completely different. Yeah. Um. So interesting, I suppose. Yes. It's 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 actually really weird looking at like the number of characters that are named after actual Mario characters because you said like Toad and there's right King Koopa and Bowser who are different characters. Um, mm-hmm. and Iggy Koopa, and Spike Koopa, and yeah. Big Bertha, and you're like, I know these characters, and how they look in the movie is absolutely not this way. Yeah, no, and, and I mean, to, to pull Iggy and Spike as the, the two Koopalings, as opposed to, like, you know, Ludwig, or Roy, or Wendy, who's, Wendy. Yeah, yeah, you know, m- much more recognizable, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know, questions, <laughs> still, still questions 30 years later, but like we said, <laughs> it's an enjoyable movie if you look at it for what it is, which is a complete and total piece of trash that you grew <laughs> up with as a kid. It's That's a it. piece of trash. I mean, but it, it, it comes from a long line of piece of trash video game adaptations. I right. mean, Street Fighter came out a year later. I believe Double Dragon came out the year before. Like, yeah. Hollywood saw that this was a multi-billion dollar industry that was growing, and they wanted to get in on it. They just had mm. no clue how to do it and actually, like, make it work. 
that they they saw you know video games picking up steam in the 90s you know atari in the 80s and nintendo in the mid 80s rolling into the super nintendo in the early 90s and they're like how do we capitalize on this and get kids to actually come watch our movies too oh i know let's just take these movies and adapt them um and horribly at that but uh-huh. at, you know i i i mean street fighter 2 not a Again, terrible movie. Interesting casting. I mean, you gotta love Jean-Claude Van Damme's Guile. I'm sold. That works for me. Um, yeah, I suffered through that last year, and that was... <laughs> that was something. And I will say was. this. For the 1994 Street Fighter movie, it's better than The Rise of Chun-Li. Yeah. The of Chun-Li. That was Agreed. a terrible film. Yeah, and that's a movie that was made, you know, much more recently that mm-hmm. you would think they would have had some some learning experience mm-hmm. of what did not work in the first movie, well, and they, they, they didn't did do their homework. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they they didn't do their homework. No, <laughs> but mm-hmm. and that's, this is the concern that I have is like there are very few video game adaptations, like straight video game adaptations, that I would really re- write as like good movies. There's been good movies based on video game concept. Like video mm-hmm. game culture, you got like Scott Pilgrim, and you have Wreck It yes. Ralph, and those yes. those are those are love letters to video gaming, and those are yes. great. But the ones that just take those material and try and actually make a movie out of them, well, one, you're missing the whole point of video games, which is to play them. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but also like most of the time, they're given to studios that just don't understand the property that they're adapting. And you yeah. think with Mario having existed for going on 40 years now like mm-hmm. wow um yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> donkey kong came out in 83 guys um mm-hmm. actually 81 i think shit uh yeah. so yeah over 40 years of mario now um that they the people would understand it but from what i saw from the reviews which i know you're gonna go see this movie tomorrow um Sun, sunday sunday sunday, we're going. sunday 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 mario sunday mm-hmm. like yeah. day. um but yes it's like they got the the look more or less right. It's an imagination film, so it doesn't quite look right. Uh, but they got right. the look kind of right, and they got like the Easter eggs that are in there, and all the callbacks to Mario, all the dumb pop culture shit that imagination can actually do. But the reviews right. that I've read have said if you're actually hoping for a real story, this is not the movie for you. Yes, I mean I've tried to avoid as many spoilers as possible because yeah. I don't I don't want to be disappointed. But what I've taken from the preview is, you know, Luigi in distress, Mario rescue, uh-huh. and that's, yeah, that's it. it, pretty much. That's and it. Peach yeah. looks like a capable leader here, not a damsel in distress, mm-hmm. which is interesting. And you know, Toad and all the mushroom, you know, folk are in it, and they're adorable, apparently. Um, so, I'm, I have high hopes that it's going to at least be tangibly good. Um, <laughs> but we'll see. <laughs> I think we'll see. I, I think I think you've just come up with the tagline: the Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> Tangibly good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, the, the casting is questionable as well. I'm, I'm, I mean, I think you 100% nailed it, though, with Jack Black as Bowser. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll watch anything Jack mm-hmm. Black does. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's he's amazing. Well, um, he's good. Anya Taylor-Joy is a great actress. I think, like, right. like, and she's not so A-list right now that I feel like they hired her just because she's a star. Like, Correct. Uh, which Imagination is known to do is just hire people because they're stars. Uh, which <laughs> look no farther than Chris Pratt. <laughs> Chris Pratt, yes. Ah, uh, Pratt. What a Pratt. Yeah. 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 No, it's yeah. He's he's my issue because maybe he does the Mario voice. Maybe he does anything even approximating a Mario voice. But like, mm-hmm. like the movie dictates from what I've seen from the trailers and the basic reviews, it does dictate early in the film that he's an immigrant from Italy 
So he's got to right. have at least a little accent, and the trailers aren't selling me on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty hopeful that I, 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 you have to do something mm. with Mario's voice. You can't have him be like, oh, it's me. Like, go say Luigi. Like, go say the Princess Peach over here. Like, the entire movie for an hour and 40 minutes. That would get old after about 10. So I, I get his voice being a little more mm-hmm. normal, mm-hmm. Um, but I just hope they do some things to make you say, okay, yes, this is Mario, rather than it's just Chris Pratt doing yeah, Chris what, Pratt. Yeah, yeah, I mean, doing Chris Pratt things. Mm-hmm. Which, and that's my worry, is like, how committed is he to this actual performance? Because mm-hmm. like a lot of big stars, they come in, they just get a paycheck, they do some voice lines, and they move, and it's, it's mm-hmm. rare you get a big star who actually commits to the performance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Charlie Day is Luigi. Uh, Charlie Day, fantastic mm-hmm. actor. Hilarious. So I think he'll do quite well in that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, look at the, ra- the rest of the case. You have your typical voice actor, John DiMaggio, a voice actor in pretty much everything well, yeah, who's in there. He's a good one for this. Like, if you'd yes. put him in as Mario, he probably would have committed really hard. To he it. probably would have. Yeah. He, he, I could have bought that a little more than Chris Pratt. Chris, and I'm not trying to smash on Chris Pratt. He's a fine I'm, actor. I'm fine with you want to smash. On Chris <laughs> I mean, it's just, this is not the bash Chris Pratt podcast, but at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, like you, you really, you. I feel like Chris Pratt as Mario is just you're, you're banking on the name. Yeah, and you are. and I think a lot of people feel that way. So let let I'm reserving judgment till Sunday, and I'm hopeful that it'll be good. I mean, I mean, in the previous uh, Mario movie, they had Frank Welker, who is the voice actor of like everything, everything. <laughs> yeah, like, you, make him you name play it. Mario, if you're gonna, if you're yeah. not gonna use the original voice actor, and just be like, okay, dude, be Mario, but tone down the Mario ness. You know, yeah. like if yeah. you're not gonna use him, like Frank fucking Welker is still active. Like you yeah. get him to do it. Damn. If, you, if you don't know who Frank Welker is, I mean, look up literally anything that anything. needs a voice actor or some kind of like voice in a movie that is not like a known actor, and it's probably him. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I mean, hundreds of hundreds of credits. The Gopher and Caddyshack too, for no yeah. good reason. That was the first thing I focused on. Um, he, was, <laughs> he was the uh, the the Temple of Wonder in Aladdin. Yeah. Uh, you know, he recently, was all. Yeah. Pretty sure he was Olmec on Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> so I, I mean, he he does a million bajillion things. <laughs> My like, I see good things that I'm supposed to read for him, and then I also see Baby Oopsie Daisy from Dollman versus Demonic Toys. These are the things <laughs> my eyes are focusing on. <laughs> <laughs> Look, even even you know accredited voice actors like Frank need to collect a paycheck every now oh. and again. I suppose. Yeah. He is welcome to do so. You know what? Let him get the money. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm looking at his, his accreditation in Mar. It just says creatures. <laughs> uh, yeah. All of them. Yeah. All the creatures. Just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, look at this shockwave and sound wave and Transformers Dark of the Moon. I mean, <laughs> 898 credits on IMDb and two more coming down the road. So right. my man is still active. He'll have a thousand <laughs> within the next couple years. Yeah, no, he, he does not stop. He just voices everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If there was a cartoon from your youth you watched, he voiced in it. Probably yep. as a lead character. Yep. Him or D. Bradley Baker literally do everything. So look him up. <laughs> Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I, you're cautiously hopeful. I'm sitting there going, eh, I'll rent it. 
<laughs> I mean, the, the, the wife and I were looking for something to do on Sunday. We don't really do the Easter thing, uh, even though it is Easter Sunday. My family's out of state. Her family doesn't celebrate. So we're just going to let's go get a movie. And then, you know, we'll, we'll get some dinner at P.F. Chang's or something. I'm telling you, the Dungeons and Dragons movie was pretty good. I want to see that. And so does she. We're trying to hammer out some time to go maybe next week because hey. I, that looks pretty good. That that, I'm excited for that. That looks like a fun movie. That was fun. It was a lot of fun. So. Mm-hmm. I believe that 100%. <laughs> but then, but then, of course, you can always just stay at home and watch the original Super Mario Brothers movie from the mid. No one, no one needs to talk about it. <laughs> no, I couldn't even commit to that. I gotta wonder, like, if it's on like Netflix or something, or if it's gonna get some kind of, you know, watches get like some kind of resurgence of like, you know, I'm sure it has some pulp pop culture cult following. I mean, I I'll watch it if it comes on TNT or something, just because I don't care. Um, I'm, I'm anxious and interested to see if it has some kind of like resurgence of, hey, maybe this movie wasn't as bad. You know what? No, it's still really bad, but at least it's cute. I guess. <laughs> oh, not available anywhere for streaming, but you can rent it on Amazon. Oh, Amazon, which has everything. Or, you know, from A to, just from A to Z. Yeah. Or, just, or just don't. Just don't give no. it to Amazon. No. It's, it's not worth your time or your money, but if it comes on, you know, cable TV one day at 2 o'clock in the morning and you're bored, it says go for it. It says it's $4 on Amazon, and let me tell you, it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Still getting money to this day in that movie. <laughs> that That's funny. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> I'm sure they got a small chunk of people who are like, you know what? Let's see what this movie was like. Oh my god, this is the mo- no. Yeah, yeah, I'd be surprised to see how many, like, if any, if more than like twenty five percent of the people that rented it before this one actually made it through the movie. Hey, on IMDb, it has a score of four point one out of ten, so it's not a. Everybody doesn't completely hate it, but you know, like we said, this is not a good movie. Okay, but but four point one out of ten is lower than a failing grade. That's, I mean, true, but it's <laughs> it's not zero. I there guess. are movies that have zero. There are movies that have zero, but it it's bad, but it's not the room bad. Okay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, uh, almost 4,800 4, people gave it 10 stars. I can't tell if they're trolling or not. They're probably trolling. <laughs> like, maybe half of those are genuine if we're being kind. Yeah. And then, yeah. I mean, your yeah. nostalgia playing through here, like, oh, it's Mario from my childhood. Yeah. It's still a terrible movie. It's, but it's not, though, because you had Mario 3 you could go play instead. And this was ass. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Speaking of Mario 3, the introduction, you want to talk about a, a video game movie that's actually pretty good, a movie called The Wizard, <laughs> if you've never seen that. I mean, I have. It, oh, oh yeah. I love it. The, yeah. the, your introduction to Mario Brothers 3 was literally in that movie. It was yeah. so good. But like, like, the 80s gets criticized for all the cartoons that were just direct advertisements for children so they could buy their toys. And then Nintendo was like, hold my beer. <laughs> we can make an entire movie. Get people to pay to see our commercial and then advertise <laughs> Nintendo to Nintendo fans. And not only that, they even found a way to get their Nintendo hotline mm-hmm. into the movie that you could call in. Yep. An 800 number that cost you money that I used as a kid as well because I was lost in video games. Literally, they had that in the. It was advertising it was. upon advertising. It was, it was. advertisingception right yeah, there. The, the one cool guy in the movie that had the power glove that they clearly didn't edit. Lucas. Him ex- yeah. Lucas. <laughs> didn't really play the power glove. Like they'd show the footage oh, no. and they'd show him, but it was clearly obvious that he couldn't control shit with that thing because that was terrible. I'm 99% certain it wasn't even plugged in. <laughs> yeah, no. 
no. Well, he stood too far away from it. The cord wasn't that long. Yeah, and and <laughs> as as an owner of the power glove, can confirm the jankiness of that did not work at all. <laughs> you you were better off using the A the A and B button and the D pad on the actual glove than you were using the glove to do anything. Which was ridiculous because now you've limited yourself to one hand. Yep. Yep. <laughs> But he's right. You know, the famous tagline, the power glove, it's so bad. You're right. It is so bad. It is. It is. Oh, uh, The Wizard. That's a terrible movie, too. Nintendo it's just horrible. made terrible movies. I love movies. that. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. that one was at least successful, unlike the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. I mean, it had Fred Savage and him. Mm-hmm. You mean, you were capitalizing on the Wonder Years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you had that. Uh, it had a young Christian Slater. Mm-hmm. And I think it had the dad from Step by Step. I think it was in that as well, or the dad who le- he looked like the dad from Step by Step, but anyway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the blast from the past, right? Yeah. The, the, like with, with, with one of the earlier instances of um, a autistic child being treated like a genius for one thing. Right, yeah, right, right, right. That was yep. 1989 with Fred Savage. And yes, yep. on a $6 million budget, it made $14.3 million. But even though that's just breaking even by Hollywood math, it probably sold more Mario Brothers carts, Mario Brothers three carts, than anything else would ever. Oh have yeah, done. yep. That was the best marketing they could have done yep. was putting it in that movie because yep. I know I went home and wanted to buy it. And, you know, the yep. seven year old me was like, "Mommy, can I have this?" Because yep. I saw that movie in the theater and then I wanted it. Yeah, no, it it came out. Kids who saw it in the theater were like, "I need Mario Brothers 3. Then it yep. came out on cable, and that, Nintendo got free advertising at that point because yep. HBO would play it over and over again when the movie came out. Nintendo didn't have to pay for any of that. Kids who had access to the movie channels would see The Wizard, and then they'd be like, I want Mario Brothers 3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to yep. use that secret warp that the one kid found. Yep. yep. Yeah. Jimmy's found the secret passageway. <laughs> and somehow gets points for it, which makes absolutely no fucking sense. <laughs> no, and, and I mean the kid was very smart and like you said, autistic and, and yep. you know, showing that they're they're actually quite brilliant. Um, but I mean how he knew that was there is still I yeah. <laughs> He cheated, he'd seen the strategy guide up ahead of time. Yeah. Fair, yeah, fair. Totally. <laughs> All right. Well I think I've talked out on the Mario movie, which we yeah, mostly was... didn't talk about, you know. <laughs> yeah, that bad. was fun. That was yeah. fun. I mean, it, it's it's a bad movie. The '90s one is horrible. The one that comes out this year, we're, we're hopeful it'll be good, and I'll let you know on Sunday. <laughs> My only hope is that it's good enough, um, budget wise, that it inspires right. Nintendo to finally do something with some of their other properties, and they have anyone other than Imagination Studios do like a Metroid or a Legend of Zelda. Oh, that would be so great. You yeah. know, get, get some kind of like live action Zelda or live action Metroid. Um, that would be fantastic. Oh, it'd be so yeah, fantastic. It'd be, good. it'd be so good. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know how you'd adapt me- the story of Metroid in because there's barely any story to any of those games. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess you give the quick little, I don't know, 10 minute backstory of who Samus is and then you just plop her on the planet and let her go to town. I was about to say, well, you can give her some space marines and have her travel with them. I'm like, wait, no, then I've just invented other M and no one wants to watch No, <laughs> no, no, nobody, no, nobody no. wants any of that. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we, did, we did not ask for that. <laughs> All right. This has been Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me in the booth is Luffy Mike. It's confusing. It's just confusing. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you next time.